Hi, good morning. My name is Kyle Manuel, and welcome to the Gamify Effect. The Gamify Effect is a podcast where we journey together through the creation and implementation of a gamified classroom. Our quest? To observe the effects that gamification has not only on the classroom environment, but also on the student's learning ability and motivation to learn. Let's press start. Last week we explored badges in the classroom. After I created the badges, I wanted them to mean something further than just the students completing work or tasks. Naturally, I turned to a point-based system and to an overall leaderboard system. After students had achieved their badges or accomplishments, they could submit them for points given on a leaderboard. This also meant that by having students submit their achievements, I could use this information in turn to track their successes with viable data, and they would receive a shiny sticker to show off in return. Sticker! There are many point-based systems in our world. Even most retailers offer some sort of point-based system for purchases. And school? Well, school is already a point-based system, believe it or not. Every day, students work diligently to gain a certain amount of points throughout the year, from 0 to 100. Yes! The major problem with this system is that after the students have gained all their points that they could, or wanted to, educators then average and often remove hard-earned points at the very end. I guess that this is an argument for another day, but think of it this way. If you were shopping and the loyalty system of your favorite retailer took points off of not shopping there for the day, or removed points for not spending as much money there, would you be upset or wouldn't you be upset with a system that didn't give you all of the points that you earned? Yeah! What if the students were able to keep all of their points that they earned? Are you crazy? And we included points to reward the students for working together, building a community, supporting each other, completing assignments, and any other things that we wanted to encourage. Here laid my next task, create a better system. Joining us today is Isabella Thompson on Twitter at Miss IO Thompson, a gamified educator from New Zealand who specializes in science, STEM, and physics. I sat down with her to discuss what a point-based system could look like in education. Um, I think I just need to start off by saying I teach high school boys, so it's a single-sex school. Just to preface that, it is a Catholic single-sex school. What that does is with the points, it really provides a lot of motivation. A lot of kids, so they come to us sort of age 13, and they're, they're with us for five years. So they come to us usually having no science experience. Primary school and intermediate school teachers tend to have not done a science degree and so are usually not confident in teaching science. And so most kids have never done science before. And so how do you get them into that? And I think I have discovered along with another teacher at my school that by really making it purposeful and relevant to them right now, by gamifying, by making that happen, that's a massive step towards them seeing the value in it. So let's talk about these points these points that really don't mean anything are massively motivating. How do students see their points? So I have a spreadsheet where I track everything. The kids can go and see their points, but sometimes I'll put that up on the projector so they could all see real clearly. And they will spend 10, 15, 20 minutes comparing all the points, where am I at? I've done it slightly sneakily. I've got a log scale down the bottom. So even kids who are miles ahead don't look that far ahead. So those points, another version of motivation. Do students come into the classroom understanding what points are, or do you find yourself explaining what they are first. All of those kids have grown up playing some sort of game and they know what accumulating points means in that sense. So there's already a value attached to that. In my game, we also have groups because we're a pirates game, they're called crews. So there are also crew points. Each kid has their own points individually and that's tied to the work that they submit, any bonus quests, any of that kind of stuff. But there are also these crew points and so we do some crew challenges together, some of the tasks we do, some of the boss battles they do together and they earn points through that. 
How else can you use points to motivate students? They also can earn points as they're working together on their sort of normal quests, their normal tasks. If they are all completing kind of at or above what they're doing, there are bonus crew points. So it's an incentive for kids to help each other out and work together on what they're working on because kids have such different strengths and motivations and kids click on different things. You know, some things make loads of sense. I did dichotomous keys the other day. Some kids, got it. Does it have long legs? Yes, no. Like really got it. Some kids, half an hour later, we were still going through what was going on, but their mates and their crew were helping them out. Do this, do that, you know, here's this. Some kids are really unmotivated, but they've got a buddy sitting next to them going, come on, you need to do the work so that we can do this, get this, whatever. So I think that's the, that's the other value in that you, you've got sort of double motivation for the kids to do work and to do it well and to do sort of bonus and go above and beyond for their individual. And with the crew points, really about collaboration and about working together and about keeping everyone, no person left behind kind of mentality. Within that, I think also the way that the New Zealand system works, we can't give kind of extra points for going creative versus just handing me a piece of paper. So how do you encourage students to be creative? Particularly in science, where what they've seen are, you know, people in lab coat, they've view of science and how that is communicated is really limited and the understanding that actually you need to be a massively creative thinker to think beyond what is in front of you and how to solve that problem but how do we get that into our science classes because all the experiments that we tend to do we already know the answer to them true we're not finding new science in those high school classroom experiments but so where do they see that creativity and that innovation and that resilience to keep trying at something and so how do you build that in and having scope for present me the information in another way an example of that one of the first few quests I do is about lab safety and lab rules and how do you work in a, in a lab environment because loads of kids have never been into a science lab before and they could have just handed me a piece of paper with some rules written on it and that would have been fine but I had a kid who created a cardboard box like robot head and did a robot wrap of the rules he'd thought outside the box and I don't know how a robot came about because we were doing Hunger Games but how brilliant was that? And so they're growing in their capabilities in that digital space. Do you find that points are good motivators? I don't think it's necessarily a motivator, but it's a recognition of that creativity. We give those kids a space to do that and then we can recognize that. And I think that's the bit that is often missing from the way we do our sort of formalized bit of assessment. I think that's been really joyous for me in seeing that here's the opportunity to be creative and then actually I can reward you for it. You know, because we all want recognition for our effort. We all want to be seen and have that, I see what you've done and it's amazing. And I can see that and it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it's creative and it's well beyond what I thought would happen and I'm so proud of you. Everyone wants that. And if we can provide a space for that to happen, then that's, you know, that's really incredible. A big thank you to Isabella for coming on the Gamify Effect. Isabella's background knowledge, practice, and application of points were enlightening and thought-provoking. Make sure to give her a follow on Twitter, at Miss I.O. Thompson. I hope that you found today's episode helpful and have been finding the Gamify Effect helpful in building your own gamified classroom. If you've been enjoying this journey, consider giving a rating, review, and subscribing to the podcast. Until next week, I'm your host, Kyle Manuel, at Teach Manual on Twitter. And you have been listening to the Gamify Effect. Thank you.